Welcome to the new episode of First and Money. We uh, decided to bring bring Jake Blevins back on the cast and had a pretty good week last week, so we decided to bring him back on. Trey's <laughs> back from being a lethal weapon from the kickball field. Yeah, I used to be an academic weapon. Now I'm an athletic weapon. Trey, man, let's uh, let's kind of talk about this little kickball game you had last week. What, what was uh, what was the feel like being back on the old gridiron? You know, I had to get a good stretch in, loosen up the, the hamstrings a little bit. I'm worried about my knees, my ankles. I'm getting old, man. I'm at the ripe age of 23. It's a little worried going in. You know, first first kick, I should say, not too bad. A little little line drive over the shortstop's head, and after that, it was you know, I was I was locked in. I was ready. Next, next two about it's exact same thing. Nothing special. I kind of chalked it up as like a, a C plus B minus game. I'll take it. Wasn't too bad. Yeah, dude. Um, talking about getting older. Whenever we went out on Saturday, I came back Sunday, and I, I don't know how, but for the entire week, I feel like I've like pulled my calf muscle. Yeah, and I get that. Have been like limping around everywhere you'll ever get those you'll ever get those calf cramps in the middle of the night you know that just buckle up oh yeah oh man dude, it, it looks like i'm going through like an exorcism sometimes <laughs> i stand up and i'm like oh scream oh it's awful dude the worst is the toes oh my god i don't, I don't get toe cramps the big all toe right. cramps all right back, so, to the, back to it so um gotta gotta I would say a pretty big weekend ahead of us. Trey, you got any Thursday picks? Um, you know, after after my UCF under about two weeks ago, I've stayed away from Thursday until I have a very good feeling. So, no. No All Thursday right, trades. Jake, do you? Same, same boat, dude. I don't, I don't know about it. Um, Tulsa and Memphis, I think Memphis is just kind of – their their record's not shown for I guess the amount of talent they've got. I think they'll win, but six and a half's a little, really. But no, I'm sorry. All right, that takes us into Friday. Anybody got any Fridays? Cincinnati minus five. Cincinnati at home is uh, pretty freaky. Um, give it. They have a really good offense. East Carolina has a really good offense. Also, like the over in that game. 51 and a half. I think that's that's pretty nice. Um, both teams playing good football. I think it's a I think it's an offensive game. And I like uh, I like Cincinnati though. Very nice, Trey. Do you got anything? I can't say I have anything for like my pod picks, but if I had to just look at it and pick one, I'm going USC minus 34. Colorado. I've told you it's the very beginning trip. Fade Colorado. Fade Colorado State. Anytime they play, they're awful. Yeah, I, I want to go to the I want to go to the Colorado State Colorado game at the end of the year. It'll be the worst <laughs> football game in history. Ultimate toilet bowl. I mean, do you think it would be like guns a blazing though, or do you think it'd be a under game for sure? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say. The rivals rivalry games usually kind of go under, but I don't know. I mean, they both give up a lot of yards, a lot of points. I might get over on that. They've been up. I mean, Colorado's given up forty-two in four of the last five games, so it's pretty rough. All right. Well, that leads us into 
noon Saturday. I'll I'll take a so my first pick is I'm taking Tennessee minus twenty one and a half or twenty one against uh Missouri. I feel like they got embarrassed last week. That was just an awful game to watch. It was very sad watching the game. It was um, an awful game to be at. Oh, shit. I forgot you went to the game. Dude, it was absolutely miserable. I'll never go back to the god-awful fucking place of Athens, Georgia. How many times did you get barked at? Dude, I got PTSD from it. I swear. <laughs> Have y'all seen that viral Be Real picture of that kid standing in the rain? Yeah. Yeah. So... You've seen it. That kid's name is Tanner Henry. He's uh, from my hometown. You, you should, you might know him, Trip. He's a little bit younger than us, but he runs track and field at Wake. And I saw that picture and immediately I texted him. I was like, "Dude, that is the most electric picture I've ever seen in my life." No Did he go to DB? Yeah, he went to DB for. I think he made. Yeah, he went to DB all four years. Yeah, I remember. I know who he is. I think he hangs His, out with. Saul's sister's a stud volleyball, or she was a stud volleyball player. I think she played at Queens University in Charlotte. She's really good. She's like six foot and just a stud. Shit. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like Tennessee's – I mean, they still got to be in that hunt for uh, number four in the college playoff rankings. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, in a few yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Well – First who's quarter, got, uh, first quarter Tennessee game? too. First quarter Tennessee. Um, That's always my pick. Absolutely, five points. Ugh. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's five points to the bank. Yeah, and uh, I think it's eleven points for the first half. I think that's easy money too. Dude, they're, they're going to kick Missouri's ass. There's, there's no beating around the bush there. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they know what position they're in. We have to win with style points to get in. I think because I, oh, we'll, we'll talk about the playoff later, but. I, th- I think I agree with that. They're going to blow them out. All right. But then again, Missouri's defense is pretty good. They're de- they get a lot of pressure. So, are you taking ten- or Missouri plus 21? Uh, no, I'm just going to do first quarter, always. All right, first quarter, first quarter. All right. Um, anybody got anything else? 12 o'clock? Yes. What, what you got, Trey? Notre Dame at Navy. Wow. Navy plus, Navy plus 17. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's a noon kickoff. Notre Dame's probably going to come out flat after they beat the eyeballs out of Clemson. Um, Navy's top 15 in rush defense, and Notre Dame cannot throw the ball. So I think that's in their favor. And if you look at service academies, they always get unders. It's set at 42 is the over-under. So you're just yeah, looking at that. Plus 17, yeah. plus 17 with a 42 under is – it's going to be a lot of points. Navy runs the ball more than almost anybody in the country. Again, they're a service academy. And Notre Dame's not very good against the run. Uh, they're better against the pass. They won't, I mean, they won't get passed on at all. And they're going to bleed the clock. They're going to bleed the clock. That's a good, good analysis there, big guy. Yeah, I do love the under in that one. I might, I might have to put that one down on the old, uh, on the old bet slip. But uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna take the under, but I'm taking the plus seventeen for sure. Yeah, I know. I mean, you you kind of just sold me on it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, sure. let's see, Jake, you got any twelves? I do. Um, the Oklahoma West Virginia game. I love the over sixty seven points. Every time those two teams play in West Virginia in Morgantown, 
it is a shootout. Um, considering both teams right now are not very good, I don't think – I really think West Virginia can beat Oklahoma, to be honest with you. Um, it's going to be an electric environment. That's what those fans up, up in West Virginia live for up there. It's fucking football. Um, so I love I love West Virginia in that game. Love the over. Pound it. Give me the 67. Hammer it. Dude, you think oh, Venables gets canned? <sighs> Not this year. Yeah, I think you got to give him a couple I, years. I don't even know if you give him a couple years, dude. He looks terrible. He's all about defense. Their defense is ass. He just got thrown into a bad situation, I think. I think with Lincoln Riley leaving, I think that's like the equivalent to what Lane Kiffin did to Tennessee. Almost. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think he, he got transfer portal just like Josh Heupel. I think they lost like 30, 35. Yeah. Oh, they lost a lot of players, dude. They lost a the lot bad, of players. The only bad thing about Tennessee doing so well, Brent Venables should be worried because I think now the standard is – not the standard, but they've seen that Heupel got him there in two years. So, Venables, if he doesn't get him back, he might get canned quick. Well, I mean, and what makes it even harder for him is – He's going to the SEC here in a couple of years. What is it, 2025? I, I, is it, I thought it was either – it's either 25 or 24, but – It's soon. It's soon. I don't – I mean – Dude, I just hope they don't, like, realign the conference. I hope they do pods because if they realign it, that means Alabama's probably going to get pushed to the east. Yeah. But also, I don't think Saban will be there much longer. I, w- I could honestly see him leaving after this year. They're losing everyone. Yeah, I know. Just, I think he wanted to go out on one last high note, but I don't think he's going to get that. Didn't Saban sign an extension through like twenty thirty or something? Oh, he he's got the um, lifetime. Oh my God, what's the guy? Yeah, what's the guy's name at Michigan State? I don't know why I can't think of this right Izzo? now. Izzo. Yeah, he. Well, yes, I thought Izzo's basketball, isn't it? Well, yeah, he is basketball, but I know the the head coach at Mich- or Michigan State or Michigan. Michigan State. He got a lifetime deal. The guy from Colorado, I forget his name. Mel Mel something. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw he's a lifetime guy. That's crazy. I know Tom Izzo is a basketball. I know a lot of those guys are getting those. All right, let's see here, um, dude. What about the LSU Arkansas game? What about it? It's a trap. I know. I like. I mean, I kind of looked at it earlier. Um, I just don't know. Does um, I just dude scary just because KJ Jefferson is like one of those athletes where he can play good football. It's just if he's gonna play good yeah. football, and then Arkansas is secondary. It's trash. I mean, Hugh Freeze kind of took advantage of them the entire game. Um, I mean, is that possible? Yes, but I feel like LSU's in a stride right now where they're going to be kind of – I think their next loss is going to be to Georgia in the yeah. SEC championship game. Yeah, I mean, and you got to think, Arkansas, they have nothing to play for now, and LSU 100% does. Yeah. They're, they're in the they're – the, they're winning the West, so I think they'll come out swinging. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it, but that line is – just reeks of a trap. Yeah, it does. It does, and it's it's an early game too. That's why it's. Uh, yeah, so it'll be it's it'll definitely be gonna be Central Time also. So it'll be eleven. 
Yeah, I think it'll be a fun game, though. Don't get me wrong. Whenever those two teams play, it's always fun. Yeah. Um, that takes us to 3.30. I got one at 3.30. All right, Trey, let's hear it. UCF at Tulane. I'm taking Tulane minus two. I love it. Tulane right now, they're the most profitable team in the country at 8-1 and one against the spread. Um, top 25 in the country in yards per carry allowed. And UCF, they, they run RPO offense, so they're going to shut down the run. Um, if you look if you look at the American, two Tulane linebackers are leading the conference in about every stat they can. And they also have a stud safety. Uh, I think it's Brooks. Yeah, Larry Brooks. Larry Brooks. He is huge against the run, so I think they'll shut that down. Um, the one thing Tulane's got to worry about, well, I guess they don't have to worry about it, but they're not very good at protecting the QB. Not, against the rush, they're not good at all. But UCF, I think they're 90, 99th, 98th in sack rate, so that kind of goes away. And here's your uh, your little killer stat. Tulane's coach, Willie Fritz, 26-11 and 11 against the spread at home. Mm. Yeah, I'm a uh... – I'm going the opposite way, Trey. I'm taking UCF minus two. I mean, plus two. Is it plus two? Did you better? Did you better just take the money line, Trippy? If you're going to take them plus two, just pull the money line. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's so close. Uh, but I just yeah, think I'm whoever winning. whoever's at home is going to win that win that game. That's something I learned. I mean, who was it that UCF played? Was it Cincinnati? Cincinnati yes. came to UCF. And UCF beat them. I mean, two lanes. Cincinnati blew a twenty-one point lead, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. I don't. I just. I don't know, man. Tulane is. Tulane's rocking, dude. I, I think t- it's going to be a hostile environment. There, hey, there's another football team down there in Louisiana. Don't don't forget about them, boys. Down the dude. bayou. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to uh, I'm going back to Alabama. I'm taking Alabama on the points at minus twelve and a half, um, or it's at minus twelve now. Uh, I feel like Bryce Young is just going to absolutely take advantage of Ole Miss right here, and <clears throat> Lane Kiffin's not going to get his start stardom yet, so. Uh, I'm taking Alabama in this one. And I love that. I love that, too. I think – I mean, Alabama doesn't have a lot to play for, but I think it's a big test. Saban's going to test his, his team for sure. Um, the over is 65. I think the over is going to hit in that game, too. Um, but I do think Alabama does cover the 12 for sure. And this kind of goes back on what you were saying earlier. If something does happen in that Arkansas game, it might give Alabama a little little life again. I'd love to see Alabama and Georgia play, to be honest with you. Wouldn't be good for Texas hopes, but Hell no, I don't, yeah. No. no. You said Alabama and who? Georgia. But that wouldn't be good for Tennessee six, but I just think if it's LSU or all messing there, dude, Georgia's gonna beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. Um, ch- 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 all right. Well, that wraps all my picks up. Um, all right, y'all. Y'all got the floor. Treyway, you got it, brother. If you got one more, 
I got two more. Yeah, I've got two more as well. I'll, I'll give one right here. Um, I think the biggest game of the week, and this is honestly even bigger for Tennessee, even though they're not in the game. TCU at Texas. I'm taking Texas minus seven. Uh, TCU. I mean, they just they haven't faced a healthy QB in the games that should be close. They've either not had a starter they're playing, or they're coming back from an injury. You can't blame them; they're undefeated. Um, I'm really riding just because I've always needed TC loss. So I'm, I'm I'm joining the uh, the UT Army. Uh, I can't remember what the TCU stat was on explosive plays, but I know they're really bad. And Ewer, I think Ewers will just shred their defense. On the other side, Texas defense is good at stopping the run, and that's kind of how TCU gets going. They do a lot of play action off of the run. Um, you saw the Bama game. Texas shut down the run. Quentin Johnson, which is TCU's best receiver, might arguably be their best player. He has a apparent ankle injury, not 100%. He may not even play. And in November and December, since 2005, undefeated teams are 5-12 and 12 against the spread. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously, Tennessee needs this loss pretty bad, but let's just hypothetically say that TCU does win this game. Does that take them – like, who would they who would they play in the Big 12 championship? Well, it would be the top two teams. So, yeah, I kind of like how they do their model too is they don't – they're not split, you know. It's who it's who the best two teams are in their conference. Um, so let's see. I don't know who the hell. It might be Texas because Oklahoma State is just shit the bed. Yeah, they've lost two two straight. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I think they've lost three games this season. You know, so it's TCU, Texas, and then Baylor, Kansas State. So I mean, really, Texas, Baylor, Kansas State are all in the mix. TCU's six and zero, and then those three are four and two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this might just be one of those games where it comes down to the wire. Maybe see a rematch, but TCU, I feel like TCU is going to lose a game. They're they're going to lose a game. I don't know when, but they will lose a game. Oh, they're losing this weekend. Bad. I think they could lose two games, honestly. By the end of the year. Yeah, I really do. I really do. They got to go to Waco, dude. That's going to be a tough environment. That's going to be a night game, too. They could lose that game. And shit, they could lose to Iowa State, too. Iowa State's bound to beat anybody. They beat Texas. Dude, they, they crack me up how they play. They come out one game and like just absolutely shut somebody down. And then they shit the bed the next game. Makes zero sense. All right, Jake. You got a what's your what's your second pick? We'll just we'll just kind of flip flop it. I love 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 Pittsburgh minus four at Virginia. Um, Pittsburgh coming off a big win, beating Syracuse at home last week. Of course, quarterback Keaton Slovis. That man is that man is pretty pretty good. I think he's thrown for close to eighteen hundred yards. Um, he's a scrambler too. And then of course they got a good running back back there too. Um, I think he's, he's over 15 touchdowns for the year. One of the best running backs in college football. I don't talk about him enough. I think his name's, um, what's his name? It's like Abenkanda, Abenkanda. Um, but he's really, really good. Uh, Virginia's trending 
really, really bad. They've lost, uh, I think, five of their last six. They're just going in completely opposite directions, I think, football-wise. I think Pittsburgh beats them. I think they cover by 10, at least. All right, I like it. Trey, what you got? My fifth and final one. Southern Miss at Coastal Carolina. I'm taking Coastal Carolina minus four and a half. Ooh. Southern Miss runs 56% of the time. Coastal Carolina only allows 134 rushing yards per game. So they're not really going to have an answer for that defense. Uh, I think, you know, Southern Miss, they, they just got drummed by 21 by, I think it was Georgia State. Yeah, I think, I think it was. So their confidence is going to already be extremely low. Coastal Carolina, they still have a lot to play for. Uh, Coastal's fourth in all of college football in EPA per play. Southern Miss ranks 88th in pass defense, so I think Coastal's going to be able to air it out. Um, I don't think there's going to be much stopping them. I think they, they could win that game by 21-28. Yeah, and Southern Miss got smacked at home, too. Yep. Yeah, so I like that a lot. I like that a lot. All right, Jake, you're up. Um, final pick. Final pick. Oh man, because there's two that I love. Not necessarily <laughs> love, but I will say, I will say, last week I did go against um, Iowa. I thought Purdue was going to win that game at home. It was the only pick I think that I missed outside of the Tennessee one. So I'm I'm taking Iowa money line at home against Wisconsin. Um, they better not let me down. I will just say that I think it's going to be a it's going to be a nap time game for sure. Uh, Trippy, as you said last week, it'd be a great game to take a nap for. Uh, but I'm definitely taking Iowa there in that game, uh, avenging my loss from last week. And then App State, App State, take App State at Marshall. That's just that's the better football team, just period. No stats, better football team. Marshall's got a really good rush defense, but I just love App State in this game. I, I just don't know why it just triggered a triggered something in me. Triggered something in me. I love App State. All right. Uh, so, I'm going to bring in our first fan pick ever, my roommate, Ryan. He's going to be our ACC guy, big ACC guy. Uh, <laughs> what you got for us? What is up, guys? Thanks for having me on. So, the game I'm looking at this week is Boston College versus NC State. We got NC State seven and two, number sixteen team in the country, versus Boston College, who is two and seven, maybe the last team in the country. We got uh, NC State has a true freshman QB. Remember this name, uh, MJ Morris. He's a four-star prospect in his last two games. He got three touchdowns, zero interceptions. First two games he's ever played, true freshman. And the pick I like in this game is the over, over forty-two points. Because Boston College defense the last couple of games, 33 points, 31 points, 43 points, 38 points. I think over 42 will be a lock by halftime. I like that it. That is the fan pick of the week. Wow. Man came prepared. What was it, 42? 42 points, yeah. MJ short for Michael Jordan? It might be. It should be. We'll see on, we'll <laughs> well, see on Sunday. He's 1-0. Two and as a starter, first game led them back. I think eighteen points to beat my alma mater, Virginia Tech. And then second game, he beat Wake Forest easily. I like it. I love it. I love it. 
All right. Look at that. Fan pick of the week. Well, all right, boys. Now things get interesting. Let's talk about the college football playoffs. Ooh. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll just uh, kind of rotate around. Um, who wants to go first? LSU needs to be six. Um, do not know why Oregon is at six. LSU has a much better resume. I'll just start at the bottom before we get to the top. Right. Um, that's that's my one argument. I definitely think that LSU's – I mean, Georgia's – I mean, not Georgia, excuse me. Oregon's only losses to Georgia. Um, give it Oregon's playing a lot better football. But, dude, the, the Pac-12 I just don't buy into by any means. I don't really think anybody does unless you're on the West Coast. Um, LSU beating Alabama. I mean, they they have a they have a better resume. I mean, we'll see this weekend, but that's that's my one argument there. What was Georgia Oregon it was like 40, 49, 0, 49 three. It was disgusting. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was not a not a good game. It was watch. a neutral neutral site game, so that's even worse. Very true. Very true. Try what you got. We my number six. You're yep, starting from the bottom to the top. Wait, did you already go all the way up to one? Did I miss that? I, I did not. I just started oh, there. Shoot. My bad, my bad. Sorry. No, 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 no. Keep going. It's good. It's good. So I, I think it goes. Oh, no, go ahead. I got to look at it. You, you go ahead. Okay. So, I mean, that's my first thing. I think it should go Oregon and then LSU. Um, Tennessee. I just don't see how the playoff committee can view their resume stronger without a Georgia loss like being the number one team and then losing at Georgia hostile environment, apparently the number three team and then putting TCU's resume above that. Uh, apparently a win at tech against Texas tech that they were, they choked away. Well, Texas tech choked away. Um, apparently that's apparently a better resume than Tennessee beating Kentucky 44 to six. I don't know. Um, I think it goes TCU five, Tennessee four, and then of course Michigan three, Ohio State two, Georgia one. Georgia's Georgia's defense is freaky, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. <clears throat> I think the one thing that helped TCU though is they won four straight ranked games in a row. Yeah, only, no, one, of, only one of them was on the road, and then again, like I said earlier, they're, they play they, everyone they played, they haven't had a quarterback. Uh, Gabriel was hurt when they played Oklahoma. Um, Kansas was it Jalen Daniels, right? Or Jaden Daniels? Yeah. He was out. Oklahoma State Sanders, he was either out or just coming back. I think they actually – I think he was injured, came back in, and had some trouble and went back out. And Kansas State, I mean, that's a good win for them. That's the only thing I think – because, I mean, if you look at the college football playoff right now, what they're looking at and why I think Tennessee was ranked one in the initial rankings is because they look at resume. They don't care what quarterback plays. They look at that ranking if you win the game. Whoever has most ranked wins really got in. So for me, I'm my six. See, I'm a little bit different. I think Oregon is really good. Uh, I know they got destroyed by Georgia, but if T, I think if TCU doesn't doesn't lose, they they went out. You know, they're they're definitely gonna be three because either Michigan or Ohio State will lose. I think Oregon goes undefeated, wins the Pac-12. They might slide into four. That's my biggest worry for Tennessee. But right now, I have Oregon six. I, yeah, I think I agree with t- uh, TCU five. 
Tennessee four. Michigan and Ohio State, I think they're a toss-up. I think Michigan honestly could beat Ohio State. So they're my they're kind of like my tied for second. You can put them at two and three either way you want. And then Georgia's they're they're a lock at one. That's the thing too, is what if that last game of the year, Michigan and Ohio State, what if it's like a like a 27-24 overtime game or something and the committee somehow puts both of them in? Well is there a way that happens? I don't think so. If you look at the resume, neither of them have played anybody. That's like the first time that's ever happened for them because Big Ten's actually been trash besides those two. Yeah, but whenever whenever you get down to it, at the end of the season, they're both going to be ranked two and three, right? It's going to be a huge game. I think what – I think honestly what the committee is going to look for is like how many viewers they get on it. I don't um, know. I mean, even though you don't like either team, it's still one of the best games of the year, you know? It's like one of the best rivals in the in the college football world, like, ever. Um, I, I mean, I could see it happening. It's just who's going to take that fourth spot. Yeah. But, I mean, then again, if you look at how the initial rankings were and this the new rankings on Tuesday, I think it was all – built on resume and I guess Michigan they ranked them higher than TCU because of the name I would say but Michigan's only played one ranked team is Penn State played them at home beat the shit out of them besides that I mean look they've played Colorado State Hawaii Connecticut three in a row trash Maryland usually trash I still think they are trash but they're they're training up Iowa terrible this year Indiana terrible this year then hey, they don't count Penn Iowa State. out don't count Iowa out now I'm not counting them out. Like, <laughs> they can't score. They 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 could have, they'd have to win the game 14 to 10. Exactly, and that's what's going to happen State, this weekend. Michigan State not good. Rutgers is always awful. So they have one big win in their whole resume. Ohio State, they really. I mean, I think they may have not even played a ranked team yet. I can't remember. They played Notre Dame at the beginning of the year. That's right. That's right. It was like 24 to 13, I guess. I just don't think that either one of those will get in. If it, whoever loses that game, I think is out. And if it comes if Tennessee, down to if Tennessee wins out, Tennessee is in. I think that's absolutely. that's a fact. If Tennessee wins out, they are in. And I think my there's only, no argument behind that. My only worry would be that TCU stays undefeated, so they lock down that three spot, and then your four spot. Because I mean, the Michigan Ohio State game, the loser does not go to the Big Ten championship because they're on the same side. So that's just that's similar to Tennessee, but Tennessee's uh, strength of schedule is way better. So I think Tennessee will get in, get in over either one of them. But then if you look at Oregon, I mean, they've got to be – I mean, I just think USC, they're overrated, but they're still good. They're going to have to have a win over them. Win it, they have a win over um, UCLA. Or I guess now they play – USC gets yeah. Notre Dame, and if Notre Dame keeps trending in the right direction, they'll just get ranked higher and higher. And if they beat Notre Dame – Dude, who knows? Who knows what could happen? Yeah. Honestly, I can't believe Notre Dame's at 20. I know. They are so like play script dominant. If they if they go down at all and have to throw the ball, they're 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 toast. Clemson didn't have a lead on them the whole game. And so they just kept running it. Clemson's and been overrated the whole year. Uh, they've yeah. they've not I mean, Will Shipley's really all they got. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that Notre Dame Clemson game, they had they have a punt return to the house and a pick six, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> so, I mean, they, they just didn't have to do anything on offense. They, they got the win, stayed up, just kept running the ball. All right. So, leads me into my list. I got Oregon at six. I mean, other than that first loss this season, they I mean, they've been on the uphill climb. I think they do have to win the Pac-12 for sure. Um, I have Tennessee at five. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. This isn't where I really want them to be necessarily. But for them as a team, I feel like like they've had that glow of being number one. They know what it feels like. And this is if they can make or break it. Like, is this going to push us over the edge to go get it? Or are they going to be content with, uh, we're going to, we're going to somehow lock it in. So that's kind of where my minus 21 comes in. Did, at. did I hear you say us as you're a Tennessee fan now? Did, did we convert you? Is that what I'm hearing? Dude, I don't know. If I could drink I like a Tennessee it. fan, I would definitely do it. Well, I, I guess this weekend I did drink like a Tennessee fan. Um, you did. <laughs> but, um, dude, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, Trippy's on the hype train. He's on the hype train. Uh, dude, they're just so fun to watch. They're That's alleged, the thing, other That's the thing the dude. They've been the, they've been the most talked about team for the past eight weeks in college football. And you know they got beat this past week, and it's yeah. the first loss this team's had. It's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. But I, yeah. dude, I mean, I think that the the players really do buy into into Josh Heupel. He's he's a modern day Phil Fulmer, like I said. Yeah. He's modern day Phil Fulmer. Trip. This goes back to kind of what you said earlier. Sorry to cut off your rankings, but you know no, you're talking good. about you know they're going to put in who makes them the most money. Yeah, I think if you look at ticket prices of Three, I think we either have three or four of the highest price game regular season games in history in the past four years. This year we had obviously we had the number one with Georgia last weekend. And Tennessee fans, like I already I already bought a national championship ticket. I got it for six hundred dollars. If we would have won that Georgia game, I guarantee you that price would have been twelve hundred immediately. People would have been buying them up like it was nothing. Did you already got a ticket to SoFi? Yeah, but I mean I'm not gonna go. I'm just gonna sell it for a profit. I don't want to go to LA. Well, I should take that back. If Tennessee's in it, absolutely, I'll be there. Well, you better be there, dude. Shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was about to say, <laughs> I mean, if you got it. But, okay, so is that only if Tennessee makes it? Oh, yeah. I mean, He's not going to go watch fans, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia fans are the same thing. They haven't – they didn't win a championship for 41 years or 40 years. They're going to be paying out the wazoo, too, to go watch. Thanks. All right, I like it. So, I got – um. TCU at four. I think just where they're at, they deserve it enough to kind of see it. But I think this weekend's going to be a big weekend for them. Obviously, Trey, I don't know how you feel about this game. Um, I feel the same way. Um, then we got Ohio State, Michigan, flip-flop, 2-3. And then we just talked about that. And then we I got Georgia at one. I think – Georgia's kind of – I mean, dude, they're, they're just a bunch of grown men playing a little boy game. Yeah. I think I think if Michigan or Ohio State 
either one of them are one loss teams right now. I don't think they're in the top seven. I think they're both like eight and nine, just because they haven't played anybody. But they're undefeated, so you gotta you gotta respect it. There's only four undefeated teams, and they're all in the top four. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, I think that's kind of what the committee was looking for too. Um, I don't know, man. Just you just gotta see if they can prove it. Well, that leads us into our next topic: Heisman role. I'll lead us with that. I got CJ at one. And then at two, and at third, I don't know why he has not been talked about more this year, but I got Drake May out of UNC. I like it. And I guess remember we we talked about him a lot. Oh, Drake May. Yeah, he's a fucking. He's gonna win the Heisman next year. He's a stud. He he's a freshman. Oh yeah, he's got those Luke May genetics, dude. Oh, dude, Luke May. All right, um, Jake, who you got? Well, I'm going to flip-flop you. Um, I think Kenan Hooker's still number one Heisman frontrunner, uh, given I am a Tennessee fan, I will say. Uh, but C.J. Stroud went 10 for 28 this past week for 76 yards. Against Northwestern. Um, yeah. I mean, given it, it was gaudy weather. weather um, but still, dude, I don't think that's a performance that's going to put him above Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker still – had a really good completion percentage, 23-33. He did throw a pick. Um, give it Georgia's defense was giving him fits all day long. Um, do you think I we still, win that game if it's at – or I guess not even win it, but what do you think happens if that's at a neutral side? Well, I think Tennessee wins, dude. I really do. I think they've learned a lot from that game. I really do. And, I mean, they started figuring them out a little bit towards the end of the game. I mean, I think – Kirby did kind of call the dogs off a little bit, but I mean, what the, what the fuck did they figure out, dude? I mean, they there were there were bright spots at times. I mean, they started to be like Georgia just turned them one dimensional, and that was Tennessee's kryptonite. They couldn't run the ball, thus they couldn't pass the ball. Their their curl routes were not there. Their setup plays were not there for the deep ball. Um, what's his name, Ringo? Dude, he is a freak. He is a freak. I think he is one of the best defensive backs in the country. Sorry to kind of change the subject, but that dude is a freak. Yeah, no, I mean, you're good, but, dude, I don't know, man. It's just – it's going to be tough. Um, did you get through your three? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. I was no, you're, you're good. bouncing all over the place. But Hinton Hooker, C.J. Stroud – um, third, Stetson Bennett. I hate saying it, but Stetson Bennett's playing good football, dude. He's playing good football. I think yeah. he's playing better football than Bryce Young is. And it's crazy that Georgia's best wide receiver is their tight end. Two tight ends. There's three, three tight ends. Three tight ends, yeah. Dude, it's freaky. But, I mean. Darnell Washington was supposed to go to Tennessee, by the way. But, yeah. Oh, was he really? Dude, yeah. It's between him, Tennessee, and Georgia. And buddy went to Georgia. All right. Trey, what you got? Thanks, Pruitt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, mine's very similar. I have – right now, I have Stroud at the one just because they haven't lost.
You said what? You broke out. Oh, Uh-oh. no way. Uh-oh. Trey. We're having uh, technical difficulties here in the studio. Um, he would. Stick to our Fox 5 stations here. Oh, he left. All right, well, let's just say, hey, I will say me and Trey made a bet like two weeks ago. It was Texas, or no, it was uh, USC versus Arizona. And you know how uh, Caleb Williams paints his fingernails? Yeah. Uh, I told Trey if they covered, if Arizona covered, he had to paint his fingernails, and he is still yet to paint his fingernails. Wow. Yeah, I know. So we, I'm going to hop on that and get him to do that. But Do you get to pick the color? Yeah. Um, I think a, I think a magenta, I think a magenta a magenta color would be nice. Oh, that would make it pop, dude! Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's oh, he's what back. I'm thinking. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Damn. What what part did y'all lose me at? CJ Strut. Oh yeah. When when is the the Heisman race called? Is it before the playoff or after the first one? I think it's before the championship, national championship. So I they think. get that first playoff game then. Yeah. But I don't think it counts towards the like official Heisman voting. I don't think. I don't know. I think it's before the first playoff game. And if it is, then CJ Stroud beats Michigan, he wins. If they lose Hen and Hooker, I'm dude, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna throw up style points for the next three weeks because I think they Tennessee knows they have to. Yeah. And if they do that and CJ Stroud kind of kind of stutters or sputters for two weeks and even maybe loses to Michigan, it's Hennon Hooker. But I could see with both uh, Hennon Hooker and um, CJ Stroud having a loss, they lose to Michigan. I could all automatically see Stetson Ben again. He's been incredible. Yeah, he doesn't get talked about enough. I, t- I kind of bashed him a little bit last week, saying like it depends on which Stetson Bennett shows up, but. Tennessee, the Tennessee fans definitely poked the bear. Um, they, I mean, dude, they released his damn phone number on the internet. Okay, what fan base, what that, fan base would do that? I saw that, and I saw that it was a Knoxville um, number. It was eight six five, is what I saw. Oh no, that's why I sent you. I sent you that, and it was Kirby Smart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't put the pieces together on that one. Did you like the old uh, first touchdown by Stetson? He put it through it to call me. Oh, no way. No, Dude, yeah. he was trolling. He was trolling, as he should. I mean, as he should. Oh, shit. All right, well. Did y'all also see one of George's defensive linemen's Instagram post and Hendon Hooker commented on it? I did not. He he put something like, the Georgia guy put like, stepping all over you in his picture him stepping over Hendon Hooker. And Hooker said, we'll get y'all next time on a neutral field or something like that. And he said, mm. shut up, old head. You're 29. Go to bed. Doesn't oh, right. cool. Mm. That's interesting. But, uh, all trippy, right. Well, trippy, 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 trippy. What? Are you not going to gonna address the conversation we were having when Trey got disconnected? Oh, yeah, about uh, – Trey, we needed to uh, paint your fingernails. We do have to do that. Me and, me and Jake – Decided a uh, magenta, a light magenta, like a light magenta with a little pop to it. I think mm. 
I can't wait to walk into work with a. Yeah, telling telling the boys where to dump dirt, point it around. Hey, I'll be I'll be on a, a job site. Like, what is that? He's flaming, dude. He's flaming. All right. Well, that <laughs> ends our uh, ends our podcast for the day. Uh, Jake, thanks for coming back on. I appreciate it. Thank boys. you for having me, good sir. We will talk to you all later.